You are about to listen to The Light of Emuna, a Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Or HaEmunah weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is being produced Lezecher Nishmas Rachel Bas Yosef Zed. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information, please visit the Light of Emuna website at www.tloe.us. Welcome to the Light of Amuna podcast, Parshas Vayetze. This adaptation is dedicated in honor of my dear wife, Devorah, and our dear son, Eli, and for Rafu Shlema, for Ratzah Bas Rochel, Henya Bas Fredel, Menachem Mordechai Ben Ophira, and Rivka Bas Simalea. The Parsha opens, Vayetze Yaakov mi Beersheva, Vayela Charona. Yaakov departed from Beersheba and went towards Haran. His departure was not voluntary. Marriage is one of the obligations for which one is permitted to leave Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, the final letters of the words Vayetze Yaakov mi Beersheba spell Arba, four, because he was destined to marry the four foremothers, Rachel, Leah, Bila, and Zilpah. He married them through prophecy. The Pasuk says, Kiloi ezavcha, for I will not forsake you, Hashem promised Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu flees from Esav. And on his way to Choron, what is the first statement he makes? Surely Hashem is, in, is present in this place and I did not know. Did Yaakov Avinu not know that Hashem, whose glory fills the world, was everywhere? Rather, a person must realize that even when he is in a situation of concealment and it appears as if his whole world is crumbling around him, Hashem is still with him. Even the obscurity is from Hashem. When a person knows this and he accepts everything with love, all judgments are sweetened and transformed into compassion, and the concealments dissipate. Yaakov Avinu escaped from Esav, who sought to kill him. After 14 years of learning Torah day and night, Yaakov Avinu left the sanctuary of holiness and headed to Charon, a place of anger, Charon Af, and harsh judgment. The sun set upon him, and he was surrounded by wild beasts, terrible concealment. Precisely in the midst of this misfortune, HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself and promised him such amazing guarantees. Behold, I am with you, I will guard you wherever you go, and I will return you to this soil, for I will not forsake you. A father protects his children. He never forsakes them. A father loves his children. So often a person feels like he does not really have Imuna in salvation. He feels like he is deceiving himself. The words he utters, with Hashem's help, Ezra's Hashem, it will be okay, are without conviction. They are superficial. He deludes himself and his family because inside he has already accepted that it is a lost cause. Our only counsel is to fortify ourselves, to have Imuna in the salvation, even in the depths of lost hope. In the depths of every Jewish heart, there rests true emuna in the Creator's unlimited power. We must connect to it and have wholesome emuna that Hashem is all-powerful. When a person only experiences the good, it is no great wisdom to have emuna and bitachon in Hashem. Precisely when HaKadosh Baruch Hu hides the salvation, He waits for us. Look to me because I want what is best for you. I never do anything bad to you in life. What I do is for the very best for you, even if you have not yet merited seeing the great good that is veiled in this concealment. We have davened so much, beseeched, literally begged. We have accepted constructive resolutions upon ourselves. We have performed self-sacrifice, received brachas from Rabbanim. Yet the exact opposite of what we wanted occurred, and we are broken and exhausted. We cannot believe it could happen to us. We must learn from Yaakov Avinu. He set out on his way, and Aliphaz, Esav's son, pursued him, intent on killing him. 
While in the end he let him live, he stole all of his money and possessions, leaving him in abject poverty. Yet Yaakov remained strong in his emunah. He had no questions against Hashem, who had promised to guard you wherever you go. He knew that despite everything that had happened, Hashem was with him. In that merit, he survived 20 years with the chief swindler, Lavan, and extracted from the depths of the husks, the holy foremothers and the holy shvatim. In the midst of the grimmest darkness, one thing is expected of us, to have emunah that Hashem is with us, to have emunah in the promise that Yaakov Avinu and all of his offspring received, I will not forsake you. A person tends to think that heaven prosecutes him only when he transgresses. However, the truth is that the primary charges against us are why we did, we did not accept Hashem's providence with love and emunah. Why did we not say thank you? Why were we sad and never satisfied? These are the serious accusations in heaven. Emunah and betochen are a delight to the Creator. Does Hashem not deserve, after everything that He does for us, for us humbly to accept even what we do not understand? Even what is the opposite of what we requested? I am too small to understand the benefit that is hidden in every concealment, in every challenge with which you test me, Father. However, I have emunah that I will yet merit seeing the immense good that is hidden in the disguise. The Pesach in Tehillim in Perkufchaf Aleph says, Whence will come my help? My help is from Hashem. Yaakov Avinu endured it all. He was driven from his father's home, robbed and dispossessed of all his belongings. At the end of his journey, he was forced to spend 20 years in the environment of an evil and unscrupulous man. Yaakov Avinu entered the nadir of darkness and concealment and revealed for us that Hashem is found precisely there. The Pasuk in Perkhav Ches, Pasuk Yugimel says, V'hinei Hashem nitzav and behold, Hashem was standing over him. He was not frightened by the terrible darkness that descended upon him. He did the one and only thing that could extricate him from the obscurity, that can extricate anyone who was suddenly plunged into darkness. He turned to Hashem. He encountered the place. Master of the world, rescue me. Master of the world, only you can help me. This world obscures Hashem's light. We must escape this concealments, the concealments of sadness, of feeling deprived, of a sense of failure, of feeling that things do not go well for us, of feeling that our lives are so difficult, of feeling that we have bad luck. We must escape these and connect to the light of there is nothing aside from Hashem. Ein od milvado. We must always enhance and improve our abilities to contemplate reality and see in every occurrence and every event the hand of providence, the hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In every challenge in life, a person must remind himself that Hashem is all capable. A person sees that per the laws of nature, there is no hope. So he despairs. He throws up his hands. We must have a munah that the creator of the world does things that we cannot fathom. Just as he split the sea and the Jewish people crossed on dry land, so too he can grant us health, livelihood, shaduchim, everything. Cast aside logic and strengthen emuna and bitachan. The ladder in Yaakov's dream stood on the ground, but its head reached the heavens. A person who stands on the ground but his head reaches the heavens always looks to Hashem. As the Pesach in Yirmiyahu says, Baruch HaGeber Hashem Hashem Blessed is the man who trusts in Hashem, Hashem shall be his trust. Every Jew has this divine element of always looking up and always pining for Hashem. It is merely an exile, the exile of the physical body. However, there is no surrender, there is no concession. The soul that is found within the body does not yield. It finds itself in its own prison of the body, but it never gives in. It constantly wants to raise its head, like a drowning man who tenaciously struggles to keep his head above water. More than anything, we need the attribute of bitachon. It is impossible to live here tranquilly without bitachon. 
What is bitachon? It means looking only to Hashem. I am in the hands of the creator of the world. He created me and he never abandons me. He gives me whatever I need. And if he does not give me something, it is a sign that I do not need it. When a Jew endures, when he is in pain, he must remember that Hashem lives his pain. If we are suffering, Hashem suffers with us. Hashem is with us. He escorts us. He experiences the challenges we face. He knows what we go through. He does not forget us. He loves us. Be strong. Turn to him. Every day is a series of exploits and we encounter many obstacles along the way. There are trials from above, all to draw us closer to Hashem. We must remember that we are never faced with a challenge that we cannot withstand. And wherever we are, Hashem is with us and helps us. If we strengthen ourselves even a little, He strengthens us a great deal. The entire purpose of the challenge is to strengthen and forge us because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a good father who worries about his children. A father wants his children to learn to overcome the crises that we face in life. That is the only way we merit ascending spiritual levels and coming close to Hashem. When a person leaves this world, he leaves children behind. Those children also leave children behind. Eventually, everyone leaves the world to the next generation. What is the point of all this? Each generation is a new opportunity for the revelation of the kingdom of Hashem, for each new group to know that everything is from Hashem. If something happened to me, it is from Hashem. If something else happened to me, it too is from Hashem. Thank you very much, Hashem. That is the purpose of creation. If a person thinks that the purpose of creation is for him to be successful in life, for his life to be good, for things to be a certain way, these types of children, sons-in-law, grandchildren, this kind of house or apartment, that sort of success nothing will succeed. If that is the purpose of life, success, there is no one who can say that he has fulfilled his purpose. No one is entirely successful in every area. However, if the purpose is to recall Hashem, everything is successful. If we remember Hashem, we are performing our role here and we are fulfilling our purpose. That is what Hashem wants, that with all of our confusions, we always remember that it is all ultimately Hashem. When all sorts of things happen to us, we tend to think they are mishaps. This happened because of this story, because of that story we failed, we erred, we are losers, we did, not, we did this to ourselves or someone else did it to us, or it was bad luck. Each person has his own limitations and tribulations, yet the whole time we know the truth, we simply forget it. Why do we forget it? Because we are embedded in physical bodies. We are ensnared in the midst of tribulations. All the time anew, things come to remind us. The entire purpose of creation is so man, who is a messenger of God, who is part of the divine from above, who is godliness within a physical body, descends below into the mundane, into physical matters, and from within that materialism will not forget his mission. He will be continuously mindful of Hashem and invoke Hashem, Tfilos, Brachos, it is 24-7 service. This is primarily in his thoughts, constantly thinking positive thoughts, thoughts of joy, of gratitude, of forbearance, of the desire to do kindness for others, of reviewing our negative actions and begging forgiveness. The entire world was created so that we would ceaselessly remember Hashem and realize that Hashem walks with us. He escorts us. He is found within the murmuring of our lips, in our sedurim, in our davening, in our Torah learning. A person incessantly murmurs, loudly or silently, relentlessly talking to Hashem, repeatedly saying, with Hashem's help, thank God. Whatever transpires throughout the day is only to prompt these words. Whatever happens to us is so that we will lift our heads and pray. The sufferings are the hoist and the fuel for tefillos to emerge from the depths of our hearts and to tear up harsh decrees, transforming everything to good. We must, rem- we must never despair due to what transpires. We must remember that the Creator longs for our tefillos so that He will provide us with abundance. When tefillos are recited genuinely and unreservedly from the depths of our hearts, when a person casts all of his burdens on the Creator, even when he sees no logical solution to his request, 
His tefillos have the power to pierce the heavens. Hashem desires and awaits our tefillos. Prayer works. It helps. We need only wait patiently. More prayers, more tears, more good deeds until we see salvation. All the while that we have not yet received what we want, we must have a muna that this is what is best for us, and we must continue to daven. Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman told of the master of prayer, whose entire interest was to engage in tefillos, songs, and praises to Hashem. The master of prayer was Rabbi Nachman himself, who guides us on the path of prayer, who publicized that everything depends on prayer with concentration, from the depths of the heart, with much song and praise. That is how we merit coming closer and closer to Hashem. Before we pray, we must thank. That is the highest form. That opens gates the most. When a person davens, it does not yet demonstrate that he has emunah, that everything is for the best. He may even have emunah that only Hashem can help him, but his emunah is still lacking. However, when he begins with gratitude, even before he begins davening for help, his emunah is complete. Gratitude for everything up until the present moment and tefillah for everything that will be from now on. Every day a person must remind himself of the task of conveying gratitude. As soon as we become confused and start to think that things are not good, the woes begin. Every day we must remind ourselves of simple emunah. Hashem is good, life is beautiful and good, and everything is good. We must say thank you. We must seek methods of fortifying our appreciation of Hashem. A certain Rav survived a dangerous surgery. He kept his hospital bracelet in his tefillin bag so that each morning he would remember Hashem's kindness towards him. Just a little while earlier, he could not daven normally, and now he was back to his routine. When something is lacking, first say thank you, and then ask our Father in Heaven to grant it to us. Most importantly, we must not lose our amuna that everything is for the best, and say thank you. Gratitude is the pinnacle of nullification to Hashem. We do not ask for anything. We simply connect to Hashem by saying thank you. When a person is accustomed to say many thank yous and is not distracted from Hashem's kindnesses, even when he faces a challenge or difficulty, he accepts it all with the proper perspective. True, I am in an unpleasant situation, but overall my life is good. Hashem is with me. He provides me with so much chesed. Consequently, my coping is entirely, entirely different. A person prays for higher levels of spirituality, for holiness, but we must know that it takes time. Moshe Rabbeinu became Moshe Rabbeinu after 80 years of spiritual toil, of endless hisbodudus. Only at the age of 80 did Hashem reveal himself in the burning bush. It took Rabbi Akiva 24 years to become Rabbi Akiva, and the Gemara tells us that he shed rivers of tears. We must know that it takes time and we must pray a great deal for each level. We must remember that if we pray, we progress, even if we do not see it. No tefillah goes to waste. No desire is for naught. In the midst of the darkness, in the opaquest clouds, one thing is expected of us, to never cease seeking Hashem, speaking to Hashem, having a moon that Hashem is with us in the anguish, having a moon in the blessing that Yaakov Avinu and all of his descendants received. I will not forsake you. Sometimes in life when we feel like we cannot go on, precisely then salvation begins. That concludes the Torah portion of Rav Zulai's Light of Amuna. And now as we do every week, we conclude the tefillah that Rav Zulai shares with us from his heart, his cry to Hashem. It is a very personal and in- intimate part of him. And it reads, Master of the world, help me constantly remember that I do not do anything, that you do everything, that without you, nothing would happen. As I recently heard two Jews talking in the street near my home, one of them apparently complimented the other for something he had done. The second person answered, We do our hishtadlis, our efforts. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does everything. This sentence that I quote-unquote accidentally overheard shook me because I am so far from this. For I do not remember that whatever I succeed at, that whatever I do to cause others, others joy is all you, Father. I do only my hishtadlis. Without you, Father, nothing would happen and nothing would succeed. 
And those things that other people do for me, true, I must express gratitude for everything that I received, but in, in, received, but in my heart, I must remember that you give me everything. For example, one of my friends told me that he received a new car from his job. Another friend asked him who gave him the car. After being asked this question several times, it clicked for him, and he understood that you, Father, bought the car for him, not the company for which he works. The same is true for every matter. We invest in our children and they turn out successful. We invest in writing and it turns out beautifully. Is that us? It is all you, Father, who gave us the desire, the abilities, and set things up so that the results would succeed. Master of the world, help me live this truth because one who lives it always has tears in his eyes. Tears of gratitude to our Father in heaven who gives us so much and does so much for us. That we long to hug and kiss him infinitely and say thank you. Have an awesome, uplifting, and wonderful Shabbos. You've been listening to the Light of Emuna Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Orha Emuna weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is produced by Hillel Caps Productions, Lezecher Nishmas, Rachel Bas Yosef Zev. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information about the Light of Emuna or to receive a weekly Parsha newsletter, please visit www.tloe.us.